happy Sunday. Today is day 49 of Prairior 90 Day Prayer Challenge. This is super exciting because tomorrow is day 50. So it's just so awesome that we're reaching high numbers and I will continue and cannot wait until we reach day 90. That is going to be a glorious, fun, fun day. So um, today, a lot of great things happened today. Um, number one, I heard a great sermon today. Um, I received a great word. Um, the name of the sermon title from my pastor Jim Rayleigh at Calvary Christian Center in Ormond Beach, Florida was the one. And the sermon was about one of the 10 lepers that went back to Jesus to thank him from cleansing him, from healing him. So we're going to read about that. And we're going to talk about having Thanksgiving and to look at another example of having action faith, which goes back to day 41, what we prayed on. So it's just really awesome. But before we get into that, I want to address yesterday's prayer. So I'm so thankful that I have family and friends that are following along and praying with me. I feel like we're all praying together. It's just so comforting and encouraging knowing that you have accountability and that you have people that are praying the same prayers of you. And it feels like a collective prayer, even though it's online and it's long distance. It's just knowing that you have other people praying for the same thing. It just brings your faith to a whole nother level of being expectant of things changing and knowing that God is listening because he has more than one of his children, you know, saying the same thing. So we have his attention. So my grandmother pointed out to me that yesterday I was unsure when I was telling you about the story of King David and explaining how um the psalms that we read that it could have happened along the timeline of him um defeating Goliath as a little boy all the way in to him as a man becoming um King David and i mixed up the names i was saying that it was king Solomon, but it was actually King Saul. And that makes perfect sense because now I really hope I'm correct again. But King Solomon, who was the wisest man ever in history in the world, God asked him what he wanted. And he did not ask for riches. He didn't ask, guess what he asked for? He asked for wisdom. And he was just a blessed man. He built grand palaces and all these different type of things. But one of his things that his hangup he had a problem with was women. And 
this was um last year I was reading the the um Old Testament and I started in Genesis and I just kept reading through and reading through and guys the Old Testament is so good it's like a moving picture like it's a drama movie for sure so I encourage you to read it the Bible is not boring it's some stuff in there and it's something for everybody it's relatable um, a lot of family situations, a lot of men struggles, women struggles, children, siblings, and things like that. But um, his problem, he had a woman, um, women problem, problem with loving women. And he started mixing with pagan women. And that's why the Bible says don't be unequally yoked because when he was... Um, messing with marrying these pagan women and bringing him into his home they were bringing in their gods and their idols and stuff like that so um I think he died um from just getting old and sick and he even had women coming just to keep him warm in his um sickness and I'm guessing his frail body and you guys, I'm not a Bible scholar. I am just like you. Um, I'm no different from you. You know, I am just a woman who is passionate about prayer. Um, and I love God with all of my heart and I'm on this journey and I want to help others as God continues to help me and everything that God gives me, I want to pour into others. So that's why I'm saying that I'm unsure of something and we're all just in this together and learning together. And we're here to sharpen each other, to help each other and whatever way, you know, that we can, whether it's commenting on the social media posts or texting or, um, leaving a review, um, wherever you feel that you feel most comfortable where you can chime in and give comments, ask questions. There's also a group on Facebook, on Prairie Facebook page. It's called Prayers Planner Group. And it has the, um, it's from the original name of the planner and it was changed to Prairie or, and that's a conversation for another day. So, Yes, yeah, so it makes perfect sense that it was not King Solomon who was going after David to kill him before he became King David. It was King Saul. So that is a correction from yesterday. So I'm going to be making sure that if I know that I'm going to be talking about particular stories or scriptures in the Bible because sometimes if you can tell when I first begun this prayer challenge I would literally write my script and write everything that I wanted to say and I would proofread it and I would read through it and read through it um, the best way I can to where it doesn't sound like I'm reading and it still sound like I'm talking to you but I changed and lately I've just been really speaking from my heart. I'll pray. I listen to my worship music. I'll pray again. And then that's when um, I'll have my topic, my prayer topic written down in the scriptures that I want to read. And then I'll just talk to you guys from my heart and led from 
my worship and what I've read and then I'll pray. So before I was writing down what I was going to say and then praying from my heart, but now I'm speaking and praying from my heart. So sometimes these stories, um, things that I've learned, I'm recollecting from my memory. But if it's not a spontaneous reflection, I definitely will double check and read the Bible to make sure that I'm sharing correct information. So that's that about yesterday. I'm sorry about that, you guys. And so it was King Saul, not King Solomon. So, um, and the next thing I want to share today, this evening, is that I am following um, a lot of different inspirational um, men and women on social media. And we've discussed before how we have to be very intentional about who we connect with and who we follow on social media. So filter your life. So I definitely have a filtered life and I follow people who I believe that are inspirational, encouraging, positive, and definitely believers and Christians. And one of the people who I've recently followed, his name is Joel Marion. And he has a podcast called Born to Impact. And on the day that I started following him, he was sharing his most recent episode. And the name of the episode was The Formula for Eternal Impact. And it included one of his colleagues who interviewed a pastor named Jesse Eisenhart. And he's the pastor of a church called True North in New Jersey. And I really loved the episode. It was on time for me because this pastor was just saying how he never wanted to be a pastor. And he's also reflecting on his growth and him realizing and him sharing the message that you are how God sees you and how we discredit ourselves and what we're capable of being and we think we're unqualified but our disqualification actually puts us as at an advantage because those are the same things that shape us and strengthen us to have a great story to share about God's forgiveness, his mercy and his transformation of our lives. How can you explain the goodness of God if you cannot tell someone what he turned to good from bad? So it is necessary and it's inevitable. It's going to happen. We're human. We are sinners and we are born into a fallen world. So it was just so on time for me because I'm definitely not where I want to be right now, but I am totally not where I used to be. And I thank God and looking forward, what encourages me to continue to be a leader 
of the message of prayer and to let everyone know that prayer works. Prayer is important and prayer has changed my life and it will continue to be the main key into being successful and victorious every day. And what I mean by successful is that we do not walk around defeated the entire day because of things that are happening in our past or the day of. It was times where I would feel sad and overwhelmed all day long. And that's when I was disconnected from God. And I was depending on my own strength and just in my emotions and just all about me. But once I took it off of me and I gave my problems and worries to God by talking to God about it and then shifting off for me what am I capable of doing and knowing what God is capable of doing my mindset and my mood change and I was just filling up on the word of God and because I know what the word of God is what the word of God says every doubt and that comes to my mind and every issue that came I know that this too shall pass and I know that these things come to my mind I know that's a lie you know there's no truth in that so And of course, prayer has also brought many blessings to my family and I. Um, God is a great God. He loves his people. He loves his children. And when you pray, you ask for it, you will receive it. So everything that my family and I have, it is truly from the grace and from praying to God. So prayer is important for so many reasons. And I do have the conviction that um, being unqualified is not a disadvantage and that's what this episode of Joel Marion was about so I listened to that and I was listening so closely to it to where I would press pause if I was not giving it my undivided attention I would press pause and go do what I have to do and then press play again so I've been following him I love following him he's a man of God and I love that I love to see successful entrepreneurs who are putting God and Jesus on the forefront it's so admirable and it's so encouraging because there's a lot of entrepreneurs that are in their respective spaces who will not put it um in the in the forefront that I'm believer of Jesus Christ it will be like an undertone of and they'll say well they'll say well you know um you need to have time to yourself and whatever time that whatever what that may mean to you whether it's quiet time whether it's prayer time whether it's you read a book so they kind of tiptoe around it and they make it general and they're like you know I'm not pushing my faith on you and it's whatever you believe in and that's great because they want to reach the masses and that's their goal and that's awesome that Christian men and women are leading the masses and um I get it because there's past businesses and um, ventures and projects that I pursued and this is the first time where I'm able to fully be about Jesus Christ and I just absolutely love it and it's just making my heart just so happy because this is what I've always wanted so um I love that he is a Christian man and he 
even has in his profile on Instagram, um, God first, family second. And he explains that. And he's sharing a lot of great um, life advice and also gives a lot of insight on being an entrepreneur. So um, today I commented on one of his posts, not knowing that it also made me eligible for a contest entry and I won an iPad mini. So I'm so excited about that. So those are the two things that I um, stated when we first got on is those are two things I'm excited about. I'm excited about an awesome sermon today and I'm excited that I won an iPod mini from Joelle Marion from Born to Impact podcast. So I encourage you to find him on iTunes. Um, how I found his um, podcast was Google and it took me to his podcast website. And previously, that's how I was listening to his podcast because I don't have an Apple phone. I'm team Samsung Galaxy. So I've been listening to it that way. But since then, I've downloaded the iTunes app on my laptop. So I've subscribed to that as well. So I encourage you to find it, to listen, to follow him on Instagram. He has a great page to follow as a man of God and also an entrepreneur because the best um, the best business class you can take is just by watching someone live out their business right before you. They're literally just giving you an outline and guideline. And if you pay attention to what they're doing, how they're doing it, the style of their writing, the questions that they're asking, how they're getting their audience to engage with them. And just um, what I also love about him is when I first started doing this, I was kind of unsure on how to present myself, how to talk, because at first I had one of those things where I didn't like how my voice sounded. <laughs> so um, I was just really finding my voice and I really love Sarah Jakes Roberts. I love that she has her her regular voice and then when God is moving her, she gets riled up and she gets louder. And then I have my other pastor, who um who preaches in a certain way and then I have this other podcaster um I'm saying podcaster but I love the way um she speaks on her podcast but then I heard him and when I heard his podcast he was talking so mellow and so comfortable and it was the first time it was someone who wasn't projecting their voice very loud it was like he was so comfortable with being himself and I really loved that and I'm like okay so it's not a professional way to be I don't have to project my voice I don't have to you know be loud or anything like that I can just talk and be myself and just have a regular conversation so that was really cool and, you know, really encouraging for myself. So um, Google Born to Impact and you'll see his podcast and learn more about him. So let's get to about being the one. Um, today, 
the sermon was about being the one to be thankful and to have um, Thanksgiving in your heart. And Pastor Jim Rayley explained how initially all 10 of the lepers, they were cleansed and that was it. And the sickness just left their body and lepers actually had disfigurations to where their fingers and limbs and nose and different body parts um, would be gone and had fallen off. So initially all 10 lepers were healed. So the sickness was gone, but they still had their limbs missing. But the one leper who went back to thank Jesus and who's also a Samaritan and Jesus even called him a foreigner because he went back. Not only is he, he was healed from the sickness. He also was made whole. And it says it in the King James version. And that was so powerful when he explained that. So not only was he healed, but he was given back everything that he lost. So just imagine how many times God has done something from us. He's healed us. He brought us out of a situation. He delivered us from something. He blessed us with something. He gave us the desire of our hearts. And then we kind of just, you know, just be spoiled. And I wouldn't say take advantage of it, but not really slow down and be humble and thank God for it. And because we missed opportunities of spending more time at God's feet, praising him and worshiping him and thanking him for what he has done, we lost even greater breakthrough or even more blessings because we did not have a continuous thankful heart. So I want us to... um pray this evening that we are the one that always have thanksgiving in our mouth and that we always make sure that we are close to God and not into ourselves and not we're not we're that we're not so into the blessing that we forget that it came from God, the blesser in the first place. So um, I can totally relate to that too. I'm an only child and I am spoiled. I was spoiled. I kind of still am. It's not great to say, you know, I'm an adult now, but there's been so many times because I'm an only child and I'm used to my parents um, doing things for me and, you know, growing up that you get yes yes and all these things done for you and you forget to slow down and say thank you so don't be spoiled be humble and always praise God always spend time to the same amount of time that we spend on asking God for things and um talking to him we should spend that much more time probably double the time just thanking him, just God, I'm just praying just to thank you or just singing songs to him of praise and of admiration of who he is and just all the things that he's done and can even say, God, you don't have to do anything else. Just thank you 
you know, and God honors that. So let's read the 10 Hill of Leprosy. I am going to read the King James Version first and then a New Living Translation. And it is Luke chapter 17, verses 11 through 19. And it says, And it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go shew yourselves unto the priest. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. And he fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. Amen. Now let's read in New Living Translation. And it says, Luke 17, verses 11 through 19. As Jesus continued on toward Jerusalem, he reached the border between Galilee and Samaria. As he entered a village there, ten leopards stood at a distance, crying out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. He looked at them and said, Go show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed of their leprosy. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, came back to Jesus, shouting, Praise God! He fell to the ground at Jesus' feet, thanking him for what he had done. This man was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Didn't I heal ten men? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And Jesus said to the man, Stand up and go. Your faith has healed you. Now, the last verse, verse 19, it says, Your faith has healed you. And it's just like that story of the man who was lowered into the roof. And he said, Their faith um, had them had their sins forgiven so his faith was him calling crying out to Jesus and them and then coming back and praising him so faith is action so let's remember to be the one to thank God even if everyone else is going on about their day going on about their week, going on about their life. Don't forget where, where God brought you from. Don't forget where you have been. Never forget. 
So you'll stay in the mindset of thankfulness and always remember to pray in faith, but make sure that your prayers in faith mean that you're taking action on it and not you're not only believing God, but you're pursuing God at the same time. So let's pray. God, thank you for another Sunday to worship and to be in your presence. Thank you for the word that we've heard today, Father. And for those who did not hear a word today, Father, I pray that the things that we talked about this evening and the scriptures that we've read, Father, I pray that that has touched them in a way to give them a desire to hear a sermon and read the Bible tonight, God. Let us always be thankful and never take you for granted, Father. Father, don't stop blessing us. Don't stop answering our prayers, God. Continue to use us, our lives, and our stories as a testimony to your glory and your greatness, God. Let us be examples for the world to see how great you are, how strong and mighty you are, Father. We want to be the ones that you use, God. We want to be the ones that you can call on to get your your mission done and to carry out the plan that you have, Father. So, God, keep us, keep us protected, keep us focused. Everything that is coming our way to throw us off, to knock us down, and even to tear us down. We pray that you block it in the name of Jesus, God. And I pray that every good thing that is coming our way, I pray that we slow down in those moments and we take it in and let it deposit into our hearts, Father. And let everything that is added to us, whether it's words, whether if it's blessings, and whether if it's new relationships, Father, let it all be a part of your great plan of our growth and to reach our purpose in life and what we will be bringing forth in the world to bring glory to your name, God. So God, we thank you. We praise you. We honor you. We worship you. We adore you. And we have so much gratitude and we are so humble that you would see fit in our mess to continue to bless us even though we don't deserve it God and we are so excited about everything that is to come God I pray that as we prepare for Thanksgiving that we keep others in mind who are going without and not only just those who are going without food, but let us not forget those who are going without family and going without love and going without relationships that they once had and that are there no more. Let us remember the times and the moments where we didn't have companionship or love, God. 
let us reach out to those people whenever the Holy Spirit puts them on our mind. Let us not hesitate to be there for them, God. And I pray that those same people that are going through loss and loneliness and missing their loved ones or past relationships, I pray that you will bring them peace, Father. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will minister to them and that they will hear and know that they are loved by you. And there's no greater love than from you, God. So we thank you, God. Protect us while we're sleeping. And we look forward to a wonderful, glorious week in your name. In Jesus name. Amen. Everyone have a good evening.